Many months back, we started a great adventure here together. We started the Saga of Earth series, the story of how Earth got hurt, how its energy system got stuck at a certain vibration, and how a false idol being seduced and tricked a lot of people into believing in it. Now, I haven't gone into naming a lot of names throughout this installment series, and that's to protect myself. However, if you have been listening and reading between the lines, you know that I'm talking about people that are part of a certain class background member, global elite, they refer to themselves as, you know that I am talking about people who are part of particular religious orders, not necessarily confined just to Catholicism, but I only talk about Catholicism outright because that's the one I am a part of, and that these people were very successful in messing up the world. So many of us lived our lives knowing that things weren't working out the way they were supposed to and wondering where God was and why it was all going downhill. And the answer is because this is the direction these people were driving us in. The good news is that in these past few years, we have been meeting and directly engaging all of the conditions that this false idol Saturn being had placed on planet Earth and its people, and we have had extreme success in freeing ourselves from it. And in part, that's because of the work of people like me. In part, that's because Creator is strong and powerful and is speaking to us through the planets. And in part, it is because of people like you. Dark night of the soul of the planet, which was the whole experience that went along with COVID, but also how Creator, working with the body of the planets and in collaboration with those of us doing ceremony and people out there like you choosing love and maybe doing ceremony too, has been successful in breaking us of these bonds. We are not completely out of the woods yet, but my friends, as of the middle of March 2023, we have made a significant transition, and I know that you feel it out there. So come on in and enjoy this final installment of Saga of Earth, where I talk about the path of the planets, the will of Creator, and the proof that together we are walking into a free Earth where our souls get to make choices without the influence of this being who has done nothing but try to cause chaos and pain and hardship as its way to remain relevant here. Hello, my name is Katie Indy Crow. I am an earth-walking, soul-talking crow person. In other words, a psychopomp. This podcast is a collection of my best stories earned whilst out on the road, taking care of the planet and guiding the souls who live here. Come on in, here's some of my psychopomp stories. In the process of telling Saga of Earth, one of my main objectives was to answer a question that I had long had, which was, what happened to Earth? How did the vibration of this beautiful planet and its functional capacity get so low and turn off? How did it come to be that this place where we're supposed to be connected to and hear God was so awful and can be so awful to live in? Why is it that if I listen to certain spiritual voices, really bad things happen? Over the course of like 20 plus years of personal research as an anthropologist, as well as my work as a spiritual teacher and psychopomp, 
I came to a lot of conclusions that I figured I would put forward here. One of the first ones being one of, but not the only, main aggressors and main points of aggression that we have had to deal with on planet Earth is spiritual in nature. And although it sounds scary to think about it, this energy, this entity, this false idol Saturn being that I've been telling you about certainly did breach our universe and certainly does do what it can with its accomplices and influences to maintain control and power on Earth. And one of the main ways that it tries to do that is through spiritual manipulation, through energetic manipulation, but also because there are very real people who are indigenous populations, who are part of the global world, power elite, who are part of the light worker community, who are Satanists, who are part of the Luciferian tribes, who are intentionally invoking energy for the benefit of themselves that has a detrimental impact on creator, on earth, and therefore on all of us. And although at times this story has sounded like it is something far off, I want to be very clear in saying that this is still ongoing. And one of the ways that its presence became so powerfully known in the last few years is in the process of us meeting a planetary dark night of the soul, which occurred when we went through COVID. I will talk about that more in a moment. Prior to moving on into the rest of today's information where we do go ahead and do just that conversation, I wanted to say that this entity and the energies and entities that are associated with it have had a long-term negative influence on the everyday life ways of the people of planet Earth. And most people who are going to be coming to this podcast would have experienced that at one time or another. Have you ever been moving in a particular direction and then all of a sudden heard a really loud voice that you thought was yours telling you to do one thing and you did it and then all of a sudden your life was a dumpster fire? Have you ever been engaging with a person then all of a sudden their eyes clouded over and they looked like a different person and they sounded like a different person and they acted totally crazy? Have you ever been in the presence of extreme and random violence? Have you ever been at war or had something extremely negative happen to you in those circumstances? Have you ever been possessed? Some of these things sound crazy, but some of these things are parts of everyday life experience. And in many ways, this is this false idol Saturn being and its associates. And this are the strategies that they work with to keep people and the planet Earth in their control. Some of these beings do not have a physical presence in a body on planet Earth. Some of them do. Some of them are dying, thank God. However, they are able to influence the planet by the way that they gain traction in the hearts and minds of humans. And if you think I'm being silly, here is a great real world right now example. There is an arch called the Arch of Palmyra, which was an arch to Baal, which was supposed to be one of the gateways that Baal was able to travel through their dimension into planet Earth, and that's located in Syria. So ISIS bombed that and destroyed it. And um, one called Vladimir Putin recently started to pay to have that arch reconstructed in Syria itself. And so What that is, is it's a direct homage to Baal by Vladimir Putin, who is currently fighting a war, and you can't get any more clear than 
I'm trying to get your favor, then I'm going to rebuild your arch that was destroyed. And so this is the kind of energy that we're, we're truly honestly dealing with. However, as I'm going to tell you throughout the rest of this podcast, the planet creator, the other planets and real life diligent people like me and you have been working on closing out the influence of this being to the extent that it's safe enough for me to tell this story. So having given you a little bit of a recap, having given you a little bit of a rundown of what we're going to talk about, let's launch into the planets, the astrology of it all, and how in the last few years, ever since 2019, we've been launching ourselves out of the prison system planet life into something completely different. So how I really got connected to all of this in this lifetime is that I heard the call of the earth and I heard the call of the souls. And it's through pursuing supporting earth and the planets and listening to creator and moving souls around that I got all of the information that I'm sharing with you here. I have absolutely done a ton of book led research and I've done a lot of world travels to sacred sites. And I just wanted to say that I really appreciate how much some of you out there have made me feel appreciated in telling this story. The last few years, I had to battle this thing head to head, and it really made a lot of people hate me because it also had the power to turn people away from me. It was really strong. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And I just have never in the last few years felt so accepted and valued in the work I do for humanity or in the information that I share that I have since I started telling this story. And a large part of that is because how you, the Psychopomp Stories community, have acted towards me about it. So I just wanted to say thank you very much before I launched into the rest of it. You you mean a lot. And that especially goes for the people who are my monthly members and supporters. And you get the good material that's too spicy for the public but it also goes to the people who do the one-off donations the kind emails who listen every month and who send it around you really are rocking it for me thank you so much having snuck that thank you into the middle of the episode so i know you'll hear it let's lead into the astrology of it all like i promised so in the last installment i told you about how we made it to 2012 and the Mayan calendar prophesied that this was an end of a world, and it totally was. It was the end of the false idol Saturn world order thing that had been going on. And I told you how we as a planet and civilization were going through this process that you could call a great awakening. And that great awakening entailed changes in the energy structure of the planet Earth. And it also included changes in the soul structure of humans through the awakening DNA spectrum, which I will definitely talk about another time because it was cool how we did it. We had also made our transformation past 5D into 7D plus, we were calling it. And basically all that meant was that the Earth had been broken out of a certain vibrational reality spectrum. And that was a mark that we were supposed to meet so that the Great Awakening could happen. And when it happened, a whole lot of stuff was supposed to change in the lightworking community that did not. That really made me open my eyes. Perhaps I'll talk about that another time. However, what also happened and this is the astrology of it all where it starts getting really interesting, is that we started with solar cycle 25. So for those of you who are not aware about how solar cycles work, basically a solar cycle is the pattern of energy expression of the sun and that has been observed since the mid-1700s. So what people have noticed is that the sun gets higher activity for a few years and then it gets lower activity in other years. And so for people who are spiritually inclined and 
definitely for me, as I've studied and observed how the sun works with our souls, is that when the sun is higher activity, there is more positive energy available, both for healing the planet as well as for soul growth. And so when Solar Cycle 25 started happening, we were supposed to be super excited about it, and it was a really good thing. This was the year that marked the beginning of Solar Cycle 25, which we are in now, where we were supposed to have, like I said, this great, huge soul awakening. And so interestingly to this story and why I bring up this date is that at the same time <laughs> that Solar Cycle 5 was beginning, which was December of 2019, just right after that, on January 4th, 24th, 2020, Saturn, our friend Saturn, the harder harmonic one, went into Capricorn. Now, if you're an astrology person, what I just said might make you give pause because in one version of astrology, Saturn moved into Aquarius at that time. And so as some of you know, there are different versions of astrology in this world that represent different energy streams. And so in the one that is relevant here, Saturn was moving into Aquarius for the birthing process into one reality on one level. And Saturn was moving into Capricorn to move through the wounds that I'm about to talk about in another. Isn't it fascinating how the planets did that? Anyway, back to the story. I just wanted to input that. And so for those of you who are unaware, Capricorn is the goat fish. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. And one of the things that happens when a sign and a planet are together and they take a journey that we all have to walk through as part of the cosmos, which we all do when a sign is positioned and a planet together like that, is that we get toned by their influence. And this is one of the ways that lower vibrational beings would actually work to mess us up. So in the last segment, I told you about how pretty much everybody has met one of these guys, beings, things in the astrals or heard them in their soul because a part of their soul was being held by one of them. Uh, this would have been a time where a lot of people hearing that influence um, or would have been, sorry, hearing that influence quite a bit more strong because this was also some time where we were moving into our series of planetary initiations. And so Interestingly enough, <laughs> by February, we were in the situation where the planet was meeting what I call the dark night of its soul, and that was planet Earth learned about COVID. And as the energy of solar cycle 25 came into play, and as Saturn moved into Capricorn and did its toning, um, things got really negative and really ugly. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but trust me, this does get more hopeful. It's just really fascinating how it happened. And so one of the things about a dark night of the soul is that it's a natural part of a healing process. And in that moment, what you're supposed to be doing is seeing the things that are ugly about the world around you, about yourself. You're supposed to be processing things that you have been ignoring or maybe becoming aware of things that you had suppressed. You are supposed to be coming uh, identifying if you are participating in any behaviors that are hurting other people and learn ways to adjust it. We're supposed to take stock of our social structure and where we fit into it and perhaps how we make a living. And all of these things came up forcefully, extremely forcefully, as COVID rolled in. And so as we started going through COVID, these are some things that I couldn't say <laughs> as we were going through it, because as you remember, we met some very harsh harmonics of society at that time. And so obviously 
the whole pandemic was a terrible experience and I'm not in any way justifying it, but as it unfolded, we as humans being the amazing beings that we are made a lot of lemonade out of a big, huge pile of lemons. And so here are some of the things that we were processing, just as an example of the magnitude of what we went through. So for one, planet Earth has a lot of history with mass crossings. Think about the plague. For example, in the 14th century of Europe alone, 25 million people died. And that is just one very small group. If you go throughout the different continents, if you go throughout different people's stories, the mass poverty or the mass fear that can come from being sick, but also long-term degradation and long-term being cut off from resources and being not sure of where the next ones are going to come from is something that has marked and scarred a lot of the human collective. And obviously, the fear of the plague and the energy of the plague came to the forefront very powerfully as the energy of COVID started coming through. And so for people who were energy aware, for people who were in ceremony, a lot of people were doing double duty on their processing because they were understanding that as they worked through their own fear, they were also going to have to help move the energy that was being brought up in the soul wounds of society in the in the energy structure of the earth to be moved because COVID and the circumstances that we were doing through were pushing us there. And so we had no choice but to do our best to operate through it. And shout out and cheers to all the people who did that because it was really hard. Another thing that came up that is related to the Saturn story is the witch hunts. Do you remember how unreasonably crazy things got for a little while during the pandemic where people were telling on each other for things like going to the end of their driveway, for standing outside on their front porch, for stepping one foot in a park? People were following each other around, taking photographs, bragging on the internet about calling the police on people. People were living in an experience where they were afraid to miss a text or a phone call from the government lest they send someone to your house to check you, which is what was going on in Canada. And I lived through that because I had to be in quarantine there. And, you know, we couldn't talk about it at the time because if you talked about it, people would have viewed you as being critical of what was going on. But really, when we talk about things, we give ourselves the space to figure out why we're feeling them so much or to process them in ways that is healthy. And so as that whole thing was going on, the energy of that witch hunt mentality of chase them down, of find the person that's doing wrong, of making them be the blame of society happened over and over and over again. And so it happened for people for going outside. It happened for people for having certain opinions. It happened for people about making certain life choices. And it was a lot to move through. Another thing that we saw is the shadows of our society. And as we met these wounds was the energy echoes of colonialism and a government being willing to come in and make choices for people and to tell them what is right to do to their body and thus their soul. Because, you know, I'm not trying to push any idea on anyone, but a lot of us and a lot of us out there think that our soul and our, our blood and our body are intricately interconnected. And so we do a lot to keep ourselves pretty pure because the, the, the blood is one of the ways that we hear and experience creator. 
and and that's where we're stored and so for some of us you know the fact that people were willing to want to like pen us up and inject us with something which is what people were actually saying i had people say that to me maybe some of you had people say that to you it was a really inhumane thing to live through and this was all examples of meeting this false idol saturn energy and and on process energy that had been connected to its influence in the past as well as its ability to work with and use these chaotic situations to become attack points because on the one level yeah okay so great this is a dark night of the soul and these are some of the energies that are being brought up but at the other level there are peaceful ways to approach energy that we had done before leading into 2019 and there were chaotic and terrible ways to approach the energy and it felt like at a lot of times that there were things that were happening in our society that were just pushing that chaotic method of processing and that did not want us to find our peace or our coherence or to even make sense of what was going on at the right time. And that I felt and experienced in these ceremonies that I'm about to talk to you about in the next segment were very much connected to Saturn because at certain times that Saturn alignments were coming up, believe it or not, were the exact moments the governments were trying to push very restrictive and seemingly nonsensical regimes. And I believe they were an expression of that energy trying to just do whatever it could to cause chaos and stop humanity from moving forward in the Great Awakening that did wind up happening and that us processing all of this energy helped us get to. And so moving beyond that, a lot of us also in this time saw how limiting the world order that we are living in had become. Now, I'm a social anthropologist. I had the mind wake up four-year existential crisis when I was like 18 about this. And a lot of us have already experienced it and that's okay. We still experienced another layer of that and a whole lot of other people experienced their very first one. And we all recognize that as free as we think we are, things like social media, things like news media, and even things like our spiritual connections are stuff that get targeted and stuff that are under deep control and where we thought we used to be able to express ourselves like Facebook or Instagram or YouTube became places where you couldn't say a lot of the truth at all and as we were going through that a lot of people were losing their jobs they were losing their apartments they were losing their ability to see family members as those family members were crossing over they were sick they were alone they were living in isolation and all of this was happening behind closed doors because again if we spoke out about it we were doing the wrong thing if we asked for help we were ostracized and this is why I term those years part of the dark night of the soul because it truly was in my opinion what hell on earth was like and those I hope were the hardest years any of us will ever have to survive having said that as we experienced that as humanity a lot of people did drag out and heal their unhealed wounds a lot of people did see the truth about things they needed to see and that is an important part of the story that I will come back to in a minute So as I told you, at this time, as of January 2020, we had uh, Saturn in our friend, the constellation Capricorn, and it stayed there until March 7th, 2023. And honestly, things remain pretty tough until March of 2023, although we did experience major spurts of growth. And as I'm going to tell you here, each of those spurts of growth pretty much had to do or came about, sorry, at a time of cosmic alignment. And so it just kind of verifies that 
creator is here with us, that creator is part of this, and that we are moving our way from a dark moment to a better one. And I hope that that gives you hope to hear this. So as you know, the planets are the toners of our solar system, and they and the constellations are part of how we are meant to get to know the universe. But they are also part of how we are supposed to become attuned to it, as well as how we are supposed to be progressing as a society. And so in the very first installment, I told you a little bit about electric universe theory. And I said that in electric universe theory, there is the idea that the energy of a planet or the energy of the sun bears influence on the energy of another planet or on the energy of the sun. It's like it could have a communication. And so a lot of people think that's a bit silly. However, there's a new report that just came out that demonstrated that the solar cycle core of the sun correlates to the presence or not of clouds on the planet Neptune, which is a light verifier of the whole process of the electric universe theory. But, you know, astrology is basically based on electric universe theory in that it points to this relationship of what we feel. And so as we started going through this 2020 into 2021 thing, we had lined ourselves up with all kinds of Saturn experiences. And in those Saturn experiences, Creator and us, we're meant to be walking ourselves through, freeing ourselves from the bonds of this thing. So the last time we had a really big chance to do this was really um, when Jesus walked the earth, um, at least that particular time that we know about, which is the crucifixion and right after that. And so right now we're having another chance and this one's not going to be destroyed like the last one was and this is part of how I know this so one of the things that happened to really help bust us out of the Saturn prison and it does deserve that name was what is called the great conjunction and that occurred on December 21st 2020 so this great conjunction was between Saturn and Jupiter and so if you recall in installment one, I talked about how the sun initially pierced the sheath that Saturn had placed on planet Earth, and that was one of the ways that they became disconnected. Well, in this particular instance, Jupiter, who was in this case acting as the vehicle for Creator, came and Jupiter pierced that still ongoing energy connection. And as that was pierced, we opened up another wave of healing in the universe, and particularly in our solar system, that was important to leading the path out of this. And so this also was a time where we went into even more years of dealing with our Saturn wounds and even more years of the dark night of the soul. So it felt pretty bad. Some of the key dates that you may recall were ones called the Saturn square Uranus. And this happened all through uh, 2021. So on February 17th, June 14th, and on December 24th of 2021, we had moments where Saturn and Uranus came into a unique and rare alignment with one another. Uranus is the planet of soul freedom. Wherever Uranus is, you can find the path to freedom. And so when there was this multiple connection points during this time where Saturn was in Capricorn, during this time where we were experiencing the dark night of the soul of the planet, it did provide the perfect pathway for us to identify exactly where the negativity lied and exactly where this influence lied in our lives and the energy structure of the universe and this planet, and to begin to vex it. Now, this is the time around where I went offline. Um, and that is because as we were moving through these alignments, of course, every one of us had our personal things that we were dealing with. So I had just lost the, my dad, and I was just getting married, and all kinds of stuff was happening with moving to a new country and having to figure life out here. But 
another thing was happening and that was that people were becoming really difficult to be around and you probably remember this and part of this is because at a point during this cycle of 2021 in particular the being the beast that false idol saturn being had really done a lot to work up with froth and there were a lot of people that were acting in that energy and so the people who were doing the witch hunt stuff the people who were doing the major suppression the people who were being awful to friends and family they are examples of how that energy was playing out on earth and hopefully in enacting it those people learned how to break their bonds from it as well however this is just one of those ways that it started playing out so a lot of people out there in the real out there in the spiritual community out there in the material world decided to go inward and a lot of us decided to make a path to ourselves at the same time however that this was happening social um social inequality was really starting to pit up um, these are the times specifically when more restrictive regimes were starting to be pushed onto us such as ideas of forced um, putting stuff into your bloodstream such as ideas of a two-tiered society based on um, whether you chose to do that or not and also importantly where people talked a lot about social inequality and social injustice and started to recognize just how much um, inequality was permeating our systems and they started raising really important questions about it so there was a really positive part of this where people found self-expression where people found ways to get outside of their inner boundaries and where people saw the system for what it is and started breaking their connection to it or that they were going to begin acting in a way that was going to change the system because ultimately you know it's one thing to see these patterns it's one thing to live through this it's one thing to do all these identifications but nothing changes if we don't change and so as we were meeting these moments people were making their personal free will choices to choose love and they were making their personal free will choices to to heal and to move forward and because of that we were able to continue on with things that are happening now in the solar growth of the planet and i before i went on forward i wanted to make a note that your free will choices and the things that you did especially during these really hard times and especially if you held the light and saw everything going crazy really did make a difference and if you were part of going crazy you know what say you're sorry Heal yourself and the relationships that you damaged by being that way and be part of the solution. You can forgive yourself because Creator will forgive you if you do that too. And that is for sure. Now, as I was saying, 2021 was the year where we met a lot of the harshest aspects of Saturn, the harshest aspects of the false idol energy, as well as the world order that is associated with it by students of it themselves. As I said at an earlier part of this podcast, I have had to be sort of light-handed in how i delivered this because a i don't want to point fingers unnecessarily b i have to protect myself but you should be coming to the idea now that there are people in indigenous groups of all ethnicities living in all continents who are of all class backgrounds but most especially those who have been able to get into power who have in one way or another come connected to this we hear about conspiracy theories all the time and some of those are real and maybe I will do some special podcasts about the ones with examples later on in the future. However, we saw and felt things in global governance as well as in the energy structure of the people around us that didn't make a lot of sense. And so when you add this layer that we were processing this energy that had become embedded, some of it intentionally, some of it unintentionally, 
and we recognize that we were doing it during the dark night of the soul of the planet, things start to make a little bit more sense. So if you needed that factoid to get through your processing, I'm glad you came here to find it because I know that not having any idea of what was going on was causing a lot of people to rest. And so as we got into 2022, creator created the path out of this for us and we took the walk together. And so the first big alignment that came up was the node switch that came about in mid-January 2022. I've talked about it a lot in my astrology reports and I'll mention about it here. In mid-January 2022, we had a node switch where we went into Venus being the north node, Pluto being the south. And so what that basically meant is that Venus, the divine mother frequency, was taking the lead role in our path forward for the next year and a half, couple years until 2023. And that Pluto, the planet of birth and death and transformation, was going to be in our karmic review position. And so basically, we were taking a Venus-led jog through our karmic review phase that was supposed to free us astrologically, energetically speaking, from the things that had glommed up in the human energy archetype as a result of stories like this and other ones that have happened, because this is just one example of the crazy stuff that has happened in this universe. And so on that particular day, a volcano erupted that was like the biggest recorded volcano since Krakatoa, and it sent a ring of energy twice around the planet. And that ring of energy did a lot to help shake remaining harder harmonic Saturn energy and remaining energy of people who had done ceremony in order to hold that in, whether they knew it or not, out of the planet. And that was super helpful for those of us who had to take care of it. And it also helped to shake up a lot of soul activations and people. In other installments of Psychopomp stories, I mentioned to you that there were times in the Earth's transition in the last few years where people were just not receiving their souls, where people were just too shocked, too scared, too what to under the like the teachings of some weird spiritual teacher who was stealing their souls as opposed to helping them receive them and all kinds of different things. And so it really created a bit of a backlog on the other side. When Venus did the tone, it spurred a healing process where a lot of people started to wake back up again. And that was amazing. Now, having said that, life on planet Earth stayed hard for a little while. But interestingly, in those few months that came up, so that would have been, I think it was March 30th through May 11th, we had the beginning of an important part of Solar Cycle 25. Remember I talked about the Solar Cycle early on? Well, here it comes again. We had our first X-Flare. And so an X-Flare is a very high output of energy that comes from the sun. And when an X-Flare is pointed at planet Earth, we are able to work with that energy to heal the planet and to spark our souls. And so as a person being a caretaker of the planet who does both of those things, when an X-Flare comes, it's celebration time. I happen to be at Gettysburg that day, which will be part of another story for a later time. And so this X-Flare came on July 3rd, 2021. And then we had a whole bunch of them. Oh, well, that one came earlier than the node switch. Sorry. I got a little confused, but I needed to say that and I'm not going to re-record. So we'll just go with it and trust that it makes sense. On March 30th through May 11th, we had six X-Flares within closely packed dates. Notably, two of those happening on Easter weekend 2022, which ties us into the Jesus story and the resurrection of energy. And so when we take a look at how many X flares there have been and where they have been dispersed for the rest of the solar cycle, there haven't been 
as many as that and in particular in those few days and one of the things that is important to take note at that time is that that was the solar power prison break if you want to hear more about what was going on at that time you can go back to my astrology reports from um april march may 2022 because i was talking quite a bit about this and how it was all happening at a time so you can go back to those as historical documents for the purpose of this story as this energy moved through the system it created the space where yes 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 that harsher harmonic saturn stopped being the dominant frequency we were feeling and oh my gosh finally thank goodness a path to something better had truly opened up now what is very special about all of this is that we had this terrible scenario where everything was doom gloom you're locked in your houses for goodness knows how long we're gonna have to have passports in a two-tiered society to venus moving into its north node position to all these x squares happening and then we get to march solstice and through or sorry march equinox through june solstice and guess what there was a rapid turnaround in what was able to happen there was a rapid almost crazy fast disintegration of the policies of restriction there was a restoration of the rights to most people in many places around the world people were able to go to different countries again people were able to see their families people were able to go outside and have their full faces shown people were able to go to work and had a choice people were able to make their own choice about what was going in their blood and they were able to go to the grocery store and all of a sudden things went from absolute worst it ever could have been to starting to feel a little bit normal again and interestingly enough yes those happen in alignment with the x squares but they also happen specifically in alignment with equinox and alignments of venus because guess what venus and the sun and the moon are an important part of how creator brings light to us they're a part of the illumination process and as soon as their energy started being rippled through the planet people started feeling it and things started making sense again shifting gears just a tiny bit i want to talk about some of the things that were happening in material reality in the news that were related to the shifting of the global power structure that had been set up by the saturn worshiping elite and these are examples that tie specifically back to the story that i have been telling you in saga of earth one of the big deal ones was that on july 24th the pope went to canada and the pope went to a place where there had been a lot of colonial school stuff go on and it he apologized for the role that the church had played in colonialism and so that was a really big deal that started something later on the pope and the church also repudiated the doctrine of discovery so if you recall in installment four i talked to you about how there was a borgia pope at the time that the doctrine of discovery was created and the borgias as a family were ritually savvy false idol god saturn worshiping people who had gotten themselves into the seat of being the Pope and other valuable positions that they held in royalty throughout Europe, in part because of their ability to invoke the magic of this thing. And so they definitely abused that office and they definitely created and connected to a pattern of systemic genocide and murder of a whole lot of people. And so although the Pope apology didn't fix all of those negative things, one thing that it did do 
is it shifted a sheath of energy that had itself been sitting on Canada specifically that was further moved when the Pope repudiated the doctrine of discovery. And so this apology and this movement of energy is something that I feel represented a shift out of the power of that harder harmonic. And it started to set a lot of the souls free who had been connected to the church through the terrible things that had happened in this process. I have been a psychopomp that has helped those people, and I traveled the lands where the people were found. For those of you who don't know, there was mass graves found throughout residential school territories all around Canada. And I knew that that was there long before it came public to the news and talked about it to people because I had felt ritual um, sacrifice being done to people in these specific regions. I didn't know that it was a school. And I can't say specifically that it was the people that were at the school that I was feeling, but I know that I was being called by souls through those regions in Alberta and British Columbia in particular. Um, and I even moved out there to help heal those people. And while I was out there moving the souls from the land, that was when I first became aware of the Saturn influence in Western Canada. Um, there was a big one, and it is still there, the false side of Saturn specifically. And I, I started battling that entity very, very knowingly back then. And so. It meant a lot for that to be shifted, and I just wanted to put that here. Another thing that happened on September 8th, 2022, Queen, the Queen died. So in the same installment, I told you about how the current royal family line is directly connected to Vlad and Paler, who directly invoked the, that false idol being, and on the other side became very directly closely in league with it. And so... Prince Charles, who is now King Charles himself, comes out and says that he is related directly to this guy. This is not conjecture. This is not gossip. This is real following the royal family lines. And so this is just one of the lines that you can follow the Saturn worship up. And so when the queen made her journey, I had been to England a bunch of times and had worked in honor. So I was a little surprised, but not that surprised, that I was summoned as a psychopomp to stand honor and guard over her. And what I learned in this time through her specifically is that she had chosen the love of Jesus Christ specifically during the course of her life and that she had come to know the true God and that although she was aware to some extent of what had been going on in the male specifically lines of their family, she no longer wanted to perpetuate that. And so during the death of a royal in that particular family, there is supposed to be a transfer of power that occurs. And that transfer of power has to happen consensually between the two people who are part of it in order for it to be full and complete. And the queen refused the transfer of power. And so that was another huge pushback in the energy of where the false idol Saturn was getting his power on Earth. And it's, again, it's been quite interesting seeing how things have begun to unravel with the royal family that would impact their influence on Earth. Like, for example, one Prince Andrew who has an investigative documentary series coming out on Annie about him tonight. I just remembered that, so check that out for anybody who is interested in that little conspiracy. So where are we now with all of this? Stated honestly, we are still in the process of healing our relationship to Saturn and releasing the influence of the false idol energy that spoke through that archetype and through that energy and through all the ways that it was able to gain influence here on Earth. And we're going to be working through that for some time. One of the big touchstone dates that I get that we'll be having um, graduations in it is like June of 2024. And so these are things that are on the forefront of what we are working through as part of our world. And 
one of the things that I want to be very clear in saying as I'm going through this is that Saturn is not a bad planet. Saturn is a beautiful planet that is a powerful teacher that has a lot of good lessons to teach us in the world. And when we form a healed, higher harmonic relationship with Saturn, all of this weird stuff about mind control and spiritual control and social control and political control starts to become very obvious when, and it's become something that it is easier for us to separate ourselves from. One of the things that I used to do would lead thousands of people in ceremony to help heal planet Earth and to help bring the light into our energy collective so that we would be able to rise ever higher in our harmonics so that these energies and entities are vibrationally untenable here. What that means is that we get ourselves and we get our planet to a vibrational state where we can't actually hear them. These beings operate on an extremely low frequency. That low frequency is something that we are able to feel, unfortunately, when we are near things like 5G towers that are placed closely together, or when we are near people who are extremely depressed and angry, or when we are being placed in regimes of control that are based upon it, or who have people who are leaders who are acting in it. And we are all still becoming aware of this. One of the things that I wish I could do more of was continue to lead us in ceremony on how to heal the planet. However, one of the limitations I have met is that the people who I would work with to do it, a lot of us went through some pretty bad experiences and we're still healing as a collective. Yes, there are a lot of us out there and we are doing the job and shout out to all of you, but our trust in one another has been broken. And I know for myself, I can't tell people who to work with or who not to work with and I can't tell people what to believe or not to believe because it's not my business to, but I can't give instructions to somebody on how to heal the earth who's then going to turn around and go work with beings who are trying to hurt it because you know another thing that is happening is that we are experiencing a spiritual revolution on planet earth and so just as we are having this harmonic shift so too are we working through figuring out the back doors and different spirituality approaches the back doors and different religions and we are starting to see how things like this beast became very involved in all of it you know, the Roman Catholic Church is the one that I grew up in, and that's the one I'm free to talk to because of my connection and association with it. And a lot of my life, as I've told you, has been all about Jesus and Mary. And although Jesus and Mary were totally screwed over by the Catholic Church in a lot of ways, their message in some ways is also preserved by it. And one of the things that comes up over and over again is how this false idol energy and its proponents seek to use the name of Jesus or seek to use the name of other good teachers as a way to gain relevance in our hearts and souls. As you know from my story about healing the energy of the Archdiocese here in Baltimore where a whole bunch of priests were pedophiles, this stuff ran rampant. And it's that story is relevant here because guess what? That was the first Archdiocese that was set up in North America. And it was rampant and it has been for a very long time. And so this process that itself that was directly connected to the churches back in Rome and the things that were going on overseas and the very first settlers that came over with them is the exact same spiritual weirdness that people were facing in Europe and other parts of the world. And it got transplanted. And it's been exciting and fun to get to tell you about this. And I have a lot more stories if you would like to hear them. Recently, as of March 7th, 2023, Saturn made its move into Pisces, which really signified the end of a lot of the hardest parts of our healing Saturn work. And it is around that time that I started telling this story because I felt like it was important to get this information out there and that people would be ready. Maybe you've heard people say just how much better they have been feeling this August, just how much different the world finally is, just 
how much they feel joy again and feel connected and that everything is going to be all right and that they know that. And in a lot of ways, this is that spiritual awakening that a lot of us thought we were going to be experiencing in 2020. Yes, we did have to go through a planetary dark night of the soul. And yes, we did take the harder harmonic path through it. Um, but we did survive it and we're here. And so if you were a person who lived through this, which every one of us did, I just wanted to say congratulations to you because we, through our choices, are part of creating this pure and clear new experience of what it is to be human where we are not as bothered by that. I know that some people are still working on getting out of the spiritual manipulation. I know some people are still working on getting to a place where their souls are healed. And in fact, I know some people probably feel like crap exactly right now because they are in a place where they are working on some deep processing and maybe they need a little bit of help. And if that's you, reach out to me. I have all kinds of materials about this. And I teach people about this professionally. Having told this whole story, I think, my friends, I am going to wrap this one up. The story of how Earth got hurt has been a major foundational piece of the orientation of my life as a psychopomp. And having told you all of this, I'm now going to be able to launch into so many more in-depth stories because really this is base knowledge that links into so many different things that we have experienced. Having said all that, I want to put the next topic <laughs> for what I am going to talk about out for a vote. And so you're able to vote by emailing me at Katie Andy Crow and telling me the option or coming to Spotify and just clicking the answer that suits you best. Having said all of that, I just wanted to say once again, thank you so much to all of you for being here. Thank you for listening to Psycho of Earth. Thank you for subscribing and following Psychopomp Stories. And most especially, thank you to the members and the monthly supporters that are in my Buy Me a Coffee community. If you want to become them, one of them, you can go ahead and just click the link that I'll put at the end of all of this. I will be back in two more weeks with some more Psychopomp stories. Thank you so much. Would you rather hear a story about closing a gate to hell in New York or the time that I was gatekeeping in BC and aliens almost lifted up my camper, which would then spin into a little bit of a conversation about aliens and alien encounters? You choose. I will come back in two weeks with the podcast that you voted for. Having said all of that, I just wanted to say once again, thank you so much to all of you for being here. Thank you for listening to Psycho of Earth. Thank you for subscribing and following Psychopomp Stories. And most especially, thank you to the members and the monthly supporters that are in my Buy Me a Coffee community. If you want to become them, one of them, you can go ahead and just click the link that I'll put at the end of all of this. I will be back in two more weeks with some more Psychopomp Stories. Thank you so much.